Dr. Uh, Marianne, she just is amazing and um, just such a support. And the work that she's doing in Step by Step um, is just been amazing because there's so much sacrifice in this work. There's so much that has been poured into this work. There's so much, um, you know, intent that has been put in to make sure that something can be delivered at a quality level for all of our kids and communities near and far. So I just don't want to, you know, negate the opportunity to be able to um, edify her and the work that she does. The same person you see in these 15 minutes that is passionate about the program is the same person who assessed the kids, tutors, teaches teaches tutors, teachers, teachers, just all this, the same person, right? It's the same love and, and, and passion. And the thing that you mentioned at the beginning that you empower um, and, and encourage, I think is so powerful because I think it speaks to who you are as a person and that that's the part that people should connect to. And that's the part that people should realize needs the sponsoring and the support to continue this work in the world. So continue to do an amazing job. I um, stand for you and I just, you know, support you as much as, you know, as we can. Hi, thanks for tuning in to our Dyslexia Solutions podcast. I'm Dr. Marianne Sintron, founder of Step-by-Step Dyslexia Solutions. So I bring peace to parents by helping their dyslexic children read so that we can build their self-esteem, help them unlock their genius minds, and allow them to achieve success in school and in life. So the reason for this podcast is to interview parents of dyslexic children and we interview dyslexic adults, and I also talk from my heart. And the reason this podcast is important is we want to raise awareness of what dyslexia is so that you have knowledge, because knowledge is power. And we want to let you know that you're not alone in your situation. So thanks again for tuning in, and here we go with our special guest for the day. I was looking through my podcast and I was amazed at how many people really want to learn about Orton-Gillingham. They want to learn how to use Orton-Gillingham methods with their kids at home. So if I'm speaking to you, you're a mom at home wanting to help your dyslexic child with some reading intervention, I need you to pause this video and get a big piece of paper because I'm going to give you some tips that I think will be really valuable. Um, First of all, I do want to say that my reading program works a lot with auditory and visual discrimination, and it was designed with the dyslexic child in mind, and it uses my music app. So while I have nine steps in my reading program, many of those are what you'll also be using in your Orton-Gillingham program. You want phonogram cards. You want little circles that you're going to have the child touch the circles that's going to represent a sound to build sounds and then build words like cat will have three circles. And then you're going to have, we have letters in my reading program 
but many of the Orton-Gillingham uh, programs have cards and small phonogram cards, which I also have in my program. So you can use plastic letters to build those same words that you're creating with your circles, or you can pre-select phonogram cards and have this have the child, have your son or daughter create those words as you're also creating those words. If you want me to send you some of my phonogram cards, just email me at my website, dyslexia-solutions.com. I've got small ones for you, and I also have large ones. But I wanted to let you know that there's three different parts in my reading program where we can use the music. We can use the music when the student is reading phonics on, on, on the screen, on the computer screen, on Zoom, or in a book, and we use the music when we're working with a student with explicit instruction in our workbooks that teach phonics and grammar rules. And then we use the music when we're doing the music app, CDSM, Centron Dyslexia Solutions with Music. It's a free download, check it out. But there's three opportunities where we're playing classical music and it's retraining the brain. Now, can you imagine a child making one to three year gains in only six weeks? And that was, you know, five or six, uh, th four or five days a week, but I saw it. Now, with us working with students on Zoom, we're seeing them two to three days a week. So 30 sessions isn't bringing the results as 40 sessions would. And of course, as 50 sessions would, but I have students working with me 40, 50, 60, even 100 sessions and more. So I take a deeper dive when students are with me after 50 hours. And that will bring in more of the um, Orton-Gillingham model where you're specifically targeting sounds and you're doing your... Um, either your circles or your cards. When I go to my level two, I don't use the circles. I use the cards because we don't have time to do both. And the cards were also saying the letters sound, tapping it out with our fingers, and then we're pointing to the letter names um, as we, we say the letter names as we pull the card out. And we uh, say the letter name as we put it in the order for the word. So, what I want you to write on your list is three columns because this is what Orton Gillingham is about. You're going to have, I'm going to just give you three days to look at day one, day two, and day three. They all have to connect. Okay. Day one, think about the sound you want to introduce. So say, for example, you want to introduce a W for the word ah, for the sound ah, saw, pa. Law, lawn, okay. So AW is the sound you're going to introduce. You need about 10 to 15 words with AW that say the same sound. And um, you're going to be using your cards to build those words with AW says ah. And the AW has one card. So just get a little cardboard or little paper, hard paper, and put AW together. So the student's not going to be, for law, the student's not going to be putting an L and an A and a W. They're going to be putting 
Ah, a W is one sound on one card. It's it's fun for building the words too. So anyway, on day one, you're going to introduce a W. On day two, you're going to review a W. On day three, you're going to introduce another sound, maybe I R for er. But the thing is, Orton Gillingham is time consuming because. You're introducing sounds and reviewing those sounds, but you're also reviewing previous sounds. So let me just say on day one, your student, have I lost you already? <laughs> so on day one, if you're teaching your student AW, they already know consonant, uh, the consonant sounds. So you're going to review those consonant sounds. You know, pick pick 15 of them, and then you can have them write those same sounds on a piece of paper. Then that's really halfway through your lesson. You're going to show them words with those letters. So half halfway through the session is review. The next half of the session is introducing that new sound. So now we're going to move to day two. Do I still have you with me? Day two, you're going to review the sounds from yesterday. So that includes some of the previous consonants and um, some of the words with the A-W, but day two, you're going to give them different words with A-W. Also, you're going to create sentences with A-W. And then you could even create a little story with A-W. That's when it gets into a lot of the time. So let's look at day three. Day three. You're going to review day one and days one and two. So you're going to review the AW words for 30 minutes. You're going to be reading them. You're going to be doing your phonogram cards. You're going to be asking the kids questions. Do they know what this word means? Where do they, who mows their lawn? Do they know what a lawn is? It's, you know, the grass in the front yard. So on day three, hypothetically, you're going to introduce IR but not until the second half of the hour. So IR, we have a lot of words with IR and uh, it's an art bossy R uh, word. So it needs a little bit of help. So then on day four, you're gonna review IR. But the, the tricky thing with Orton Gillingham is it takes a little bit of momentum to get started because you have to build up an assessment of what the student needs to know. What does a student already know? What does a student need to know? So in the beginning, you're going to review what they already know. And then as you're teaching them progressively, you're going to be reviewing what you're teaching. So there's always this wraparound effect. And it's very effective. And uh, it's a lot of work. So be ready to do some work. So actually, what I want to share is this is my level two of my reading program. I take a deeper dive, but we're doing vowel teams like EE and EA and OU and uh, AU. And so there's a lot of um, those vowel teams that the students are challenged with. So that's why I want you to try my reading program because it's easy, easy as pie. I want to say easy peasy. It's easy to train you and it's easy to learn and it's easy to tutor the students. 
And with the music component, kids are making really rapid gains in it. So please reach out to me. I know this is going to get a lot of views because everybody wants to learn about Orton Gillingham. Remember, Sam Orton and Anna Gillingham were the pioneers in the early 1930s, 40s, and 50s who worked with dyslexic children. So it's been around quite a while. Now it is impacting one in five children. And Orton-Gillingham model is a methodology. It's not just a curriculum. It's a methodology. But it's multisensory. We're using this, having the students speak. And they have hands-on. So they're seeing colors. They're touching cards, touching letters. My students love the plastic letters that I include in my kit. And it's very easy to find a letter when you know it's blue or you know it's red, or you know it's yellow, and they're easy to, they're fun to hold, and I, I just love that from manipulating the words and creating words. So anyway, hope this has really helped you. Please subscribe to my channel, and like us, and please share this so we could help other dyslexic uh, families. Um, dyslexia is a trait of genius. It's nothing to be ashamed of. It's not a learning disability, but a learning difference. Think about Albert Einstein, Winston Churchill, Walt Disney, Leonardo da Vinci, and many, many more people who are dyslexic. We need the creativity of the dyslexic child. We need to unlock their genius mind by teaching them to read. Let's turn your home from a battlefield to a playground. Get these children reading so we can build their self-esteem and unlock their genius mind. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. For listening to this podcast in its entirety. If what we shared today has inspired you, would you please visit our website, dyslexia-solutions.com and consider making a donation so that we can keep these podcasts going. Also, please subscribe to our channel and find me on, on Instagram, Marianne Sintron. Thank you again for tuning in and may God bless you.